What are you planning on doing? Eating the entire time? I got plenty of food. I'm good to go. Well, why should this be any different? People, people love it. People ask for it. Hmm. So yogurt doesn't make any noise. No, well, at least I don't have to smell it because we're uh, we're not together for this record. We're going all high tech through the Google Hangouts again. Daytime record on your brand new computer. Yeah, the camera still looks grainy though. I don't know. You got your res on max? Yeah. It's supposed to be HD, but I don't know. It's pretty grainy. How do I look? Sexy? Mm, No. Look like a monster. (laughs) Uh, So, what's happening? You done shoveling? I was out there for a long time shoveling. Yeah. What was going on? How did you get snow? That sounds really good. I love the scraping sounds and the spoon crossing over those teeth of yours. The tongue sloshing it around. You know why you have so much snow? Let's play a little game here. Let's guess where Bill lives. (laughs) Look out your window. Do you see any tall buildings? You see, uh, what do you see out there? Pasture? Yeah, pasture. Uh, Some picket fences? Well, I don't want to live in the gangland. So, you know, got to move out of town. Yeah. You weren't living on a farm. You uh, wouldn't be getting 20 feet of snow. Oh, so you're saying I still live out on a farm. Yeah. I got nothing today. We were, yeah. uh, Bill and I were supposed to possibly meet up today for a little, little foraging around, but uh, I got the text message from him this morning. Uh, snow day. Guess you're not coming up. Well, I knew you you wouldn't travel if there was any hint of precipitation. Because you live an hour and a half away. First off. Yeah, the kids are home. Well, I sent them out uh, to go play in the snow so I can have a little time to lay down some tracks. Some beats. Yeah. No, when uh, we worked last night, driving home man it was i haven't had that kind of a white out experience driving in uh in a couple of years it was really bad really? super bad yep mm. now he's moved on to a sandwich it's only 10 in the morning but uh we're gonna eat a sandwich oh, Jesus, salami sandwich <laughs> yeah like uh four-way flashers the whole time really? you didn't yeah. know what lane you were in and of course uh, truckers were still passing you in the, uh, in the far left lane, which they're not even legally allowed to be in, but, uh, they felt still obligated to, I mean, double long tanker trucks passing you at full speed. In a white uh, kilometers an hour. Eh? Yeah. That's funny. I love that. And, and then, then a they, tour then they bus. spray that, uh, then they do that spray of snow and, and shit on your windshield. So you can't even see. Yeah. You got that point when you're coming up behind them, you got to gun it just to get past them. Yep. Hope you're going straight. I got the dash cam. I'm considering sending in their plates because it's completely illegal on a three lane highway for them to be in the, uh, the far left passing lane. Do it. See what happens. I mean, a double long fuel truck. Really? Really? Can't take your time. 
So that was good times and uh, pulled in the driveway and just parked in the garage. I'm like, I'll deal with that tomorrow. And uh, then I ran out of gas. You were able to get in, no problem? Yep, Gunder in. At that time, there was only about a foot in the driveway. So maybe, no, maybe a little bit less than that. Just parked in the garage. I'll leave it for the next day. Then uh, in the morning, started snow blowing and ran out of gas. So that was fun. And out in the backyard, shoveling for the stupid dog. That drives me crazy. Ugh. Don't get a small dog. Yeah, I saw that picture you tweeted out. I got to do the same for mine, except uh, I'm on it constantly. So it's to the point where I just have to sweep for him. Like even if it starts to snow, I'm out there like every hour just taking it out. Yeah, these little small dogs. I got one too. I just want to pick them up and throw them in the pile of snow. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you got to kick her off the deck. Sometimes she'll just want to squat right on the deck. You got to keep the boots to her. Get off there. Get down into the grass or the snow. <clears throat> Don't be mean. Yeah. She doesn't appreciate what I do. Well, that's good. You got some exercise at least. You're always complaining about not going to the gym. Yeah, it worked out today for sure, man. Definitely. Uh, I've been uh, productive too. I've just been doing. Oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I've been productive too. I've been doing a bunch of um, drywall patching and repairing. Got a bunch of nail pops that have been pissing me off. So doing that and uh, just trying to knock that stuff off my uh, honeydew list. <sighs> well, maybe it's good we didn't meet up today. You, you're going to do all these nail pops? Like yeah, you, the wall's already finished and you're still going to. Well, we still have a job. No, we still have all the paint. Oh, you still have yet to paint. No, they've been painted, but we've got the cans of paint left yeah, over. You're going to have to repaint. No, you just spot paint. Oh, I suppose. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't hard sand, right? After you put the drywall uh, putty on, I wet sand it. Oh. So you're not uh, destroying the walls. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think? Maybe you want to try and meet up tomorrow? Yeah, I guess I'm game for it. If I'm productive today, then I won't feel guilty about meeting you tomorrow. I got to go run out and do a couple of pool things. And then, uh, depending on how much time I left, get to the gym and then pick up the little guy. But if I wow. keep working all day, at least. What uh, a day. What? What a day. So I got a shop guy. for uh, my saltwater pool accessories. Says and the guy sitting in his big lounge chair, surrounded by all of his electronics. What are you going to do the rest <laughs> of the day? <laughs> I'm cleaning today. Oh, please. Yep. I'm going in that little kid's bedroom and I'm filling up garbage bags of toys. Enough's enough. Mmm take care of business what do you mean they're just strewn all over yeah well she's got a billion toys a billion there's nowhere to put them all 
How old is she? Burp, burp. Swallow that meat. Swallow that salami before you talk. Last bite. How old four, is she? Four years old. Well, my four-year-old doesn't have tons of toys. Well, because you don't let your four-year-old do anything. You probably have rules against all these toys unless they're, you know, I don't know, approved by some. There we go. <laughs> What's the Italian version of kosher? I don't know. Do we have something like that? I don't know. Probably. Hey, man, I need to do an on-air apology. I need to make it official. I, I need to apologize to you for uh, the start of last week's show. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I think I upset you. I was in a funk, came on the air. Well, prior to it, I, I suggested maybe us going to uh, to a bi-weekly show. And then you got all irate. And, uh, yeah. So sorry, man. Well, I, I found it interesting as you said, uh, you need this show. You need to do it every week cause you find it therapeutic. So I thought maybe we could delve into that a little bit. Cause I was surprised when you said that to me. Um, what, what, when, then when you laughed at me and threw it in my face and <laughs> all that. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. First off, none of that happened. <laughs> you made me feel awkward when he said that. It's like, I didn't uh, know. Well, well, you got uh, enough therapy talking to me at work. No, it's just, uh, you know, it gets me out of my shell and, uh, talking straight for an hour is, uh, is helpful. It's something that rarely, I don't know. I'm not a big talker out and about. Maybe with you alone in our little room, we have great conversations, but, uh, you know, me in a big, in a party situation or anything like that, I'm pretty quiet and uh, kept to myself, as you know. So yeah, this helps. No, I don't know. This helps quite a bit. Hmm. And it's a sense of accomplishment uh, and, uh, it's a good hobby and we get lots of uh, positive feedback. It, it, uh, makes me feel good. All right. I just thought maybe we're. You know, the whole doing it every week was it's kind of a lot of work to to bring up material and stuff. And, you know, we, I know, aside from us just having normal conversation, it's sometimes nice to, to fill with some news or whatever too. But um, I don't know. It's a lot of work sometimes, right? Well, no, it is. I don't feel it's a lot of work. It, it can, and when things get tight to the deadline, that's when it, uh, like if we were to put this off to tomorrow on Thursday, then we'd have to record it and prep it and pump it out all in one day. That's when it gets, gets to be an issue, but, uh, no, just sitting down for an hour and chatting is no big deal for me. And we have, you know, we're always on, uh, whatever news websites to talk about and, the problem is you're in what two or three different shows now, uh, running five different video channels, writing up blogs for your other ventures and, uh, shopping for robotic pool managers. Is that what you're doing? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I got too much on my plate. Maybe. Well, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm trying, man. I don't know. In a way, that's sort of therapeutic therapeutic for me as well, right? Well, you go crazy with the details on what yeah, I noticed. My OCD that kicks in. On on all this other stuff in your life, like watching you shop for a freaking pool pump, printing out no less than what, 250 pages of information on how many different varieties of pool pumps. Uh, it's insane. Just go buy one. It wouldn't be an issue if the price wasn't a factor. What do you <laughs> I want to do, man? You're telling me that you don't do market research and read up reviews and, and check different things out when you're buying an object? Yeah, I'll, I'll you know cross-reference about 10 different ones on the computer. There's no need to print out every single review. The printing out is is that's crazy time. What do you mean? It's old fashioned. What do you think they did back in the day? <laughs> well, you don't need to print out every single one. And that, what do you do with all those printouts when you get home? Do you got a big wall where you pin them all up on the wall and you got your pieces of yarn and yeah, your uh, tack yarn from this one to this one. And then <laughs> yeah. that's, I just sit down, you read it, you highlight stuff that catches your eye and cross reference it. Well, why can't you do that instantly just browsing through web pages? And today I was going to run out to a couple of stores and, and see what they say. Like I said, it's different. If anything costs like a hundred bucks, who gives a shit? Multiply that by a factor of 10 and then you got to start, you know, unless you got money bags to throw around and then it's, uh, you got to put a little bit of effort into what you're buying, right? Well, you are money bags. Oh. You had to get a bags. mansion with, uh, two or three pools and uh the only bags i got are the the two big saggy ones between my legs <laughs> two <laughs> did you say you got two saggy bags yeah. between your legs because each ball is so big it's a it's its own individual bag now <laughs> speaking of which when are you getting that uh that work done i don't know man i'm scared to do it i was talking about it again the other day with the wife Gotta do it soon, I guess. Yeah, well, you're gonna have a third kid pretty soon. No. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Can't do it. Well, you're you're uh walking around with a loaded gun playing Russian roulette there. Every day, man. Especially at work. Every day. You're shooting it off every day? What? No, that's <laughs> not what I said. It says loaded every day. All right, well. Let's get this procedure done. If you need a ride, I'll take you. Oh, yeah. I'll be good. Yeah, we'll be good. Uh, that's the thing. I don't know. I guess. Probably if I, if I just go with the sedated option, I think it would just be super easy. It wouldn't be an issue for me. Oh, I think I may end up going that route. Okay, so do it. Oh. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. Just get it done. I'll take you. You need help, I'll take you. Yeah, you want to see my dink? I'll show it to you anytime you want. You don't have to come to this <laughs> thing. Just take a look at it. <laughs> no, I no, I don't want to see it. Just ask. No, thanks. I'm pretty sure you've had it out many times in front of me anyways. 
without me asking. Without you knowing? <laughs> yeah, without me knowing or asking. Oh, boy. You, you thought that was my finger tapping you in your back shoulder <laughs> as you're sitting down? Mm-hmm. All right, man. All right, let's do this. Ready? Yeah, that was a major breakup. It started yeah. again. I didn't say anything. I just heard a lot of dinging and donging. Okay, whatever. All right, let's do this, man. Go ahead. Welcome to another episode of STC Pod. This is episode number 67. I'm Joe, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Bill. I am here. You are, sir. Uh, yeah, thanks again for joining us, everyone. You can uh, find and follow us at the following places. Check us out on Twitter at STC Pod. That's the account that Bill handles for us. Follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. You can check out our blog site, which is stcpod.com. We are on iTunes, uh, so please leave us a little five-star review there. Uh, we really appreciate it. It just helps us to get the name out and get noticed. Uh, check out my blog, which is www.angrycanadiandeceptacon.blogspot.ca. That's where you can also find uh, my TF blog posts, uh, game posts, and uh, my other podcast, Transformers and Beer, which is also on iTunes as well. Um, you can check out our YouTube, which is youtube.com slash start to continue. Uh, we are also on www.cartridgeclub.org where you can find our podcast, our blog, along with many other great shows and write-ups from other individuals in our community. Good boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good work, man. How's the uh, the Transformers and Beer, which is also a weekly podcast? Uh, have you been pressuring your co-host there to uh, settle down? No. Well, our thing is we don't always record every week. Sometimes we do a double show. Blech. Or I should say two records in one night and then just spread it out over two weeks, right? Mm. So it's, uh, it's a little bit easier that way. Um. It only works though, unless you, if you don't have time sensitive or material that become outdated, right? So it's going good. I wish I had more material or purchases that I could uh, discuss on the show. But uh, I tell you, man, well, you've seen the last two days with me surfing on eBay. It's uh, just want to vomit all over, man. <coughs> this Canadian ex exchange rate. Or dollars, what now? Under 70 cents. Mm -hmm. So when you're spending like an extra, whatever it is, say even like a buck 32 for every American dollar, you're literally pissing away 50, 60 bucks on anything over 100 bucks almost. Yeah, it's not, uh, well, with, yeah, with shipping, um, and your extra border charges, well, you're doubling the price of whatever you're bidding yeah, on. You get standard shipping, which is around, say, you do shipping for 25 bucks, you're paying 36 bucks. Buy something for 100, oh, it's going to cost you 135 Canadian. Well, so are you going to focus more on uh, on the shows that come into town? Trade shows? I, I have to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your advice. I'm going to put it on record now as much as I don't want to do it i think it's from a from a standpoint of uh not overpaying for anything 
um, it's probably just a good time not to buy off of eBay until our dollar gets stronger, maybe back up to 80 cents or something. Mm, yeah. I'm just, sure. my fear is that it's going to take a long, long time. Yeah, I think so. I like, uh, well, with oil trading, it's like $30 a barrel or something. And uh, so the Alberta oil sands, all of that is in the crapper and that's dragging our dollar down. But cheap gas is nice. Yeah, you sort of offsets elsewhere, right? But um, like you so said, what, now we're, we're getting back into the to the uh, to the show season, convention season. So we got what the Waterloo Game Swap coming up in a few months. Hit that one up hard for games, yeah. But before that, we'll be uh, right here in my town. Barry's having, I think it's called the Barry Game Exchange. And that's happening uh, in May. I think it's May 10th. So that'll be the second year for that. And one of uh, that's actually put on by one of our Cartridge Club members, uh, Nintendo Hodge. He's like really? a local guy up here. Yeah, Maybe he, he runs it. I apparently, yeah, he. Uh, it's his. Uh, it's his baby. Oh. And they moved it to a bigger trade con- uh, trade floor, like a bigger. Uh, building so it should be yeah, it should be pretty good I, I didn't make it to last year as i was working but this year i'm off i'm going well good for him man and you could go too because you're off uh, i don't know it's um because that's literally probably what weeks away from the waterloo one right maybe well a month maybe and then uh I've got my TF conventions and starting up as well. So I don't want to start going to any and everyone that pops out. Um, well, we just talked. So it's not feasible. We just talked that you're not going to spend on online anymore and you got to hit more shows. So we're only talking one a month. What's, uh, what's the issue holding you back here? The wife. <laughs> what, what would, what would happen? What would happen if you said I'm going up to Barry for uh, for a video game, you know, meetup? I'm gonna meet a whole bunch of friends that uh, that I talk to online on a podcast. I well, no, not what? Who? <laughs> Never mind. Podcast. Um. I well, think- I yeah, but when you start going to one every month, then I think that's where the issue starts up. I think you you make up the issue. I don't want to be blowing all my money too, right? Well, but you're not, you're not like, I see them as uh, not just purchase opportunities, but more for education. So I can uh, see what's happening out there, what the trends are, what the prices are. So I know what the going rate is for a lot of things. What's hot and what's not. Yeah, for sure. I'm edu- educating myself. That's I'll go spend a day at an antique market or something. I won't necessarily buy anything, but I'm educating myself on what's what's trending out there, what the prices are. Yeah, but do you take the family with you? I try not to. It's too much hassle. See, it's also like I don't want to spend my family time on the weekend 
you know, blowing a whole day at one of these shows too, right? Like usually when I hit my my TF ones, it'll be uh, well, I'm there by like seven a.m. and then you stand in line for two hours, and then you hit the place hard for like maybe two two and a half hours, and then you're gone by like twelve thirty, and then nice. you're home by like one, and you get the whole day with your family. I don't want to be, I don't want to be spending a, doing you know a whole day all day excursion and then not seeing my family for an entire day, right? That's that's probably the main issue. So. I don't know. Let me talk to me about this uh, upcoming Barry one as we get closer to it. What's the start time of that thing? Like nine? I don't know. How do you do it up in the country there? Beats me. I don't know. I don't know. When the cock crows, like what, 530 in the morning? You guys are there? I I don't know. (laughs) I know it's at the, uh, what's it called? The Army Navy something building army navy air force building something like that um which has a big meeting area but that building was just sold too to a local church so i hope that doesn't conflict any of the events it had planned this year oh yeah this this little church this uh god what are they called i can't remember what they're called something harvest local harvest church or something started with just like a hundred members 10 years ago and now they have an annual giving budget like the money that's given to them is over a million dollars a year is this all from local community this is from their their parishioners or whatever they call yeah, but that's the what people. i mean though like the money's not coming like say like you know the catholic church is worldwide so they've got all their all their main funds in Rome and it can be diversified throughout if they wanted to. Right. No, this is just the one thing up where you are and that's it. There's, there's not one like in another city or town. No, I think this is just, I don't know what it is. It's uh, I don't know what their affiliation is. (laughs) I'll tell you what that is. I think it's a lot of young people and it's like, uh, we're a hip. I I don't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, uh, judge because i really don't know making fun of it it's you're trying to figure out what it is yeah i am trying to figure out what it. i think it's mostly young people uh serve uh, kool-aid there who you know don't fit in with the roman catholics and don't fit in with the uh presbyterians or you know anyone Mm -hmm. else so they started this thing it just blows my mind away that you know they have over a million dollars given to them every year it's just God, where'd you hear that amount? It was in uh, the newspaper for uh, which covered the story of the building, this big building getting sold to this local, you know, church or parish or organization, whatever you want to call it. It's like jeepers, we're in the wrong business, man. We should start organizing. Well, you know what they would do if they were smart is start taking those funds and just buying up properties around and and holding on those or, or selling land off to developers, that kind of thing. Right. They really want to start making money. Well, let's start a religion, man. STC pod, uh, the parish of the parish of STC parish of retardedness. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. All right. You should go one time and just see what it's about. Just record it. 
just recorded, eh? Well, and then we'll throw it up online. One of our Twitter followers is a, is a member. That's that's where I've seen uh, this uh, harvest name come up before because he talks about it quite a bit. I think he's actually a a a pastor or something related to it. Uh, It's just interesting how things get organized in this day and age. I don't know. Do do we need more organized religion in this day and age? I think people are looking for it. It's like you said, man, people are just always looking for a place to belong and they don't find it at one location. Then they, they search until they find one that just, and a lot of times just makes anyone that makes them feel wanted. Sometimes that's all it takes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. I don't know. Well, we have the cartridge club. Yeah. We pray to P one and P two. What'd you think of those? uh, Just looking at the box beside me here. What'd you think of all those comic pictures I posted the other day as I'm starting to go through my collection and, and uh, eliminate some of the needless ones. I don't care about. I loved a lot of them. Uh, I don't think you should get rid of them. And if you do, I think I should take them off your hands. I'd love to hear what Duke from Retro Nonsense has to say about them. He's a big comic guy too from that era. And uh, you had a lot from the the time frame when I was getting them as a, as a little guy. Uh, from the grocery store once a week kind of thing. But I was just collecting Spider-Man. You had Wolverine, you had Daredevil and Punisher, early Punisher, early Wolverine. Yeah, I think that was actually, I think that's my worst box in terms of ones I don't care about. I'll take all of them. I was really excited because you had a couple of the Marvel Knights lines, which uh, were really geared towards adults. They were darker and grittier. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I thought that was just like some goofy sideline that was... But if you say they're good, maybe I haven't even read those Daredevil ones I picked up. Yeah, they're really good. So maybe I'll uh, give it a chance. Marvel, when they went goofy, is when they called it Ultimate. So if it was Ultimate Spider-Man, that was more geared to young adult. But Marvel Knights, that was geared towards. Was that when they made Spider-Man more kid-looking and more uh, cartoony-ish in terms of the drawing? Yeah, and Aunt May and Uncle Ben were like, uh, you know, hipsters and mm. yeah, ridiculous. Alternate timeline, I guess. Eh? So what, is this going to be an ongoing series? You're going to keep uh, pumping out? Well, I'll take pictures. of. I'm, I was only doing the pictures just so I could have a record of what I have and then then, then start deciding what uh, I wanted to keep and, and get rid of. So... To be honest with you, I, didn't, I, I, I forget half the crap that I do have anyway because I haven't touched it for like five, ten years. Well, it's always nice to open up a box after five and ten years and go through it. Taking up space. So sit, sit it there for another ten years. No big deal. You've got entire wings of the house you have closed off. <sighs> <laughs> you got actually, lots of room to keep that stuff. No, uh, maybe switching rooms actually because... I make my office into the kids' playroom and then move my office up to one of the upstairs bedrooms. So I'll actually be, uh, I think, running out of a little bit of space. 
Well, if you uh, moved it upstairs, would that be a more private uh, recording space for you? No, it'll be right beside the master. Well, that's no good then. For late night record? Yeah. Mm, that's a good point. You know, you should get one of those temporary, uh, those portable sound booths, you know, that we have at work. You should buy one up and put in your garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Dude, you're ridiculous. But they're probably only like 1200 bucks or something. Yeah. You buy one, then I'll buy one. How about that? You buy one for me. <laughs> so you have no concept of money. You're just running around and buying everything. Uh, mm, you getting through any more TV shows? Listen, I just finished off uh, Jessica Jones last last night. I was up late. I had the last two episodes to watch. I couldn't stop, so I finished them off. And really good series, man. Can't recommend it enough. It was uh, for those people that are getting through it right now. I dare you to stop watching after episode nine. Like that episode was was so good it's um it really uh because of this the main bad guy i i don't think i'm giving anything away by saying he can compel people to do his will just by telling them what to do and that power is is so powerful and so hard to fight because what what can you do you know you can't get near the guy and uh you're so vulnerable around him it's really adds tension to the viewer. And I haven't felt tension like that viewing a show. Like it reminded me of uh, Hitchcock movies where he would manipulate the audience into feeling certain ways by his uh, selection of camera shots and, you know, uh, sound and music uh, or no talking whatsoever. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. I really felt uh like in my chair going, Whoa, felt the pressure of the whole situation. So it was a really good show. Really well done. Hmm. All right. Well, I haven't started watching it yet, but it's on my radar. That's for sure. I just you, finished, uh, sorry, go ahead. Your first couple episodes of it, you might be, you know, what's all the hype about here, but keep going. Just keep going. Did you beat off to her? <laughs> No, no, that never even crossed my mind once. Right. That's how, just, uh, just curious. No, it, it's such a well done show, man. You, you lose it. You don't feel at all that it's uh, female empowerment or there's any kind of, you know, ulterior motive to, you know, to having a, a female strong cast. It's just a well done show. All right. I'll keep an eye out for it. I just finished a bunch of shows myself, actually. Um, finished season two of Gotham uh, and this, this season was entitled, I think it was rise of the villains. So mainly focused on uh, a lot of the bad guys um, as being major parts of the storyline, as opposed to like uh, the young Bruce Wayne or, uh, or uh, Gor uh, detective Gordon. And uh, wow, man, you still haven't seen season one, right? No, not past a couple of recommend Jessica Jones. I have to recommend Gotham to you. Um, season one, obviously they were trying to, you know, develop an audience and, and bring people in. So they were introducing 
all the bad guys that we were accustomed to seeing uh, in their early stages, sometimes prior to um, how we know them as in the comics, right? And now season two, they've taken a side turn and actually even uh, young Bruce Wayne is, he was almost like a minor character for the entire season. He really focused on uh, Gordon and more specifically all the bad guys. So uh, extremely well done. Everything that they said about it, you know, people saying it's the best season so far and they really amped it up is uh, completely true. It's extremely violent too. A lot of deaths, a lot of people being shot, stabbed. Um, yeah, a lot more violent than I thought it was going to be. And I think it's the right direction for the show to go. Well, that's, I haven't heard a lot of hype about this season actually after it started. So I'm kind of surprised to hear. Well, it's been over for a little bit. I just, I finally got to, cause it was on my PVR. But um, if you've got nothing else in the hopper to watch, man, just start with season one and start plowing through it. Do I have to watch season one? Um, <laughs> probably not, eh? It's not, you're not going to miss out on too many things and you probably can piece it together as you watch too, but uh, it's uh, just do it, man. Is, well uh, is what's her face in season two as well? She was playing the gangster. Oh, fish. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brad, uh, not Bruce Willis. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Burp, burp, burp. Fucking fresh Prince of Bel-Air guy. Yeah. Isn't it? Will Smith. Jeez. Yeah. What about yeah, his wife? Oh, um, it's his wife. No, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't make one appearance. Oh, that's because, yeah, she turned me off in her appearance oh, in the episode did, I saw. She played the character perfect. I didn't buy it. Uh, there's a, I, I think that it's still open for her to return somehow, but um, no, she doesn't appear once, but I would watch it. And another show that I'm really into, and I'm surprised I am started this year is uh limitless based on the uh, Bradley Cooper movie with the same name right yeah we all it's know why you like that show it's a cross between mentalist and uh who's the guy the the, the detective uh who, the writer who's uh the detective castle castle yeah like that kind of it, it's not a comedy yeah, you're not selling it, man. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's 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 not lighthearted, but it's not dark. It's not somewhere in between. He plays well, sort of like a goofy guy, but um, there. Hold on a second here. My door just opened here. Oh, well, it's gonna kick some butt going on take that you dare to come in this room slap bang crash my, my daughter was walking into the room yeah i described what happened uh yeah i give it a try man it's really good it's fun the wife likes watching it with me so that's nice if it's bradley cooper the, uh, didn't make an appearance in it would you still like it 
I think so because he's only appeared, I think, in maybe parts of two or three episodes, and that's it. He's not a mainstay character because he's still the same person, and this time he's actually he's a senator, and then he's decided to run for president. But um, he's helping the main character of the show, uh, who is on NZT by giving him the dosage every month so that he doesn't uh, become addicted to it and his, and his body's able to withstand what it does to it. Because otherwise, if you keep taking it for a long extended period of time, you, you become like a cracked addict and your body actually starts dying and there's nothing that can be done about it, right? Uh, so what are they, uh, is, what are they solving a crime every week? Well, he's helping the FBI. Helping the FBI. Yeah. And his handler is uh, Dexter's sister. Remember Dexter's sister from the show? Yeah, I didn't watch Dexter. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I didn't buy it. (laughs) Anyway, I know you wouldn't be into Limitless. I'm just telling you what I'm watching. I'm enjoying it. My wife enjoys watching it with me, but you should definitely check out Gotham. And, um... What else? Well, how did the Marvel show uh, pan out for this season? Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Good. That's it, though. That's it, man. I'm not, I'm not going to bother wasting my time describing it to you because you don't what? care. You want to convince me I should watch it. That wasn't much of a job. It's good. That should be good enough. I'm enjoying it. That should all. That should be all that needs to be said. Are you going to uh, get into Agent Carter? Should be starting up soon. I missed the first season, and I heard good things about it. I'd really like to. Uh, I'd really like to check it out. But I'm not going to start watching two until I see one. I have no, started I, I, uh, season two of The Leftovers. Yeah, so did I. But then my PVR died, and I lost. I lost it all. So I got to get back to wherever I was. And figure that out. Yeah, I watched it, uh, episode one last night off the PVR, and uh, I had seen parts of it before. Mm-hmm. I think only piecemeal. So I decided I watched it all this time, and uh, it, yeah, I made a bit more sense. So uh, I'm looking forward to again another series that I've heard nothing but good things about. Heard season two was better than one. Oh yeah, it what I was. I find that always confusing. Like people somehow don't like the first season and then say, Oh, season two is way better. Hmm. Well, I got about four or five episodes in it's out there. There's a lot of wild stuff going on. That doesn't make a lot of sense. I was, I was looking forward to seeing it all come together. It's a wild one. We should, uh, bang those off together on the weekend or something. So I got to get caught up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. To what episode four? Yeah, probably. You can handle that. Yeah. But anyway, well, I, sorry, go ahead. It drives me crazy. I, I was talking to someone at work uh, and I was talking up the Jessica Jones, and they're like, that's Marvel, isn't it? I don't do superhero shows. Well, it's not, you know, it's really, it's a show, but it's superheroes, but not really. And nope. No superhero shows. I won't touch them. I never watch any of them. Not going to watch one. 
Yeah, but that drives me crazy. would you classify Gotham as a superhero show? Not really, right? No, 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 nothing really superish goes on about it. That was, that was the beauty of Batman. He wasn't a superhero. He was just a guy that was standing up for what was right, and he had the means to do so, right? Yeah, but this person wouldn't even give that a try. If it was anything related to a comic or... Like, the only superhero shows out there really are... Uh, you have you could say Marvel Agents of Shield, though the main people of the show are just regular trained agents. They're not uh, you know superpowers like Spider Man or the Hulk or anything. Even though all those persona are hinted at and mentioned throughout the seasons, and then um, the Flash would have to be considered a superhero show. Yeah, Supergirl for sure. Uh, yes, my girl, Supergirl. I just, it just, uh, it bugs me when people won't even, uh, even the arrow, arrow is not uh, a superhero show. There's more to it. It's that stigma of it being stupid or, or comic bookish. And then, which is fine with me, man, these people can miss out for all I care. They're, they're dummies for not realizing what's out there. And just because, you know, I think it's all better for, for us that have longed and waited for finally being able to get material like this you know, in the movies or on TV. Exactly. Yeah. Well, do you want to hear what, uh, what I had to do on the weekend? Sure. The last weekend it was, uh, you know, it was kind of a belated birthday party for the big kid. She turned 12. So we, uh, we told her she could invite some friends over for a sleepover so I had to deal with uh, like five 12 year old girls in the house. Do any of them think that you're cute? Are you the cute dad? Did your daughter say that to you? No, I, I just wanted to jump off the roof. Hmm. If I had a multi-story, oh, you got five stories on your house. It, I could have done the job, but I only have two stories. So I would have just injured myself. Hmm. Oh my God. Like what were they doing? Screaming and giggling and what were the, what was the agenda for the evening? Uh, well, we were going to have like a pizza party and then I got uh, pitch perfect two for them to watch on the, uh, on the big screen down here. Did any male strippers show up? Yeah. You know, what's crazy? Well, one, they're on their phones the whole time. They're all together. They're all on their phones doing God knows what. 12 years old. The other crazy thing is they all have now, um, what used to be what you would remember as a Polaroid camera, but these are made by Fuji, mm -hmm. Fuji Instax cameras. This yeah. is all the rage now. Are they still a single shot where the picture gets printed out? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. You got to buy film. And at first when I, first saw these things i thought well this must just be a digital camera with like a, mi a mini printer inside of it where it just prints out the digital image but it's actual film there's actual chemicals going on and you have to wait for your frame to develop just like the old days and uh yeah all the kids gotta have this and it's all a rage 
That's what a lot of the time was taken up, taking all kinds of Polaroids and stuff. Is that the, uh, so they would take it and then it's just like, were they like, if you're, you'd have it at school and you could take it and put your picture up in your locker, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's exact. It's exactly what, what you remember. Does, what, with does your, what does your daughter do with her? Does she got one? Yeah, I got, we got her one for Christmas. So what does she do with it? And that's been on her list for the last year, by the way, she's always wanted this. They take pictures with it. I don't know. What she has a phone too, but she really wanted this thing to take pictures with. They just like the look of having a physical piece of film. What does she do with it after she takes the picture? I I don't know. I Did don't. You, what is it, does she have them up in her room on the wall? Like what? Are yes, some some of them. Yeah, she is making a book. She wants to. Uh, you know, she's got a binder with what you would put hockey card sleeves in. You know those hockey card sleeves. And she's putting her pictures in there and some get stuck in a mirror. Most of them get left laying around the house, of course, but it's just crazy how, uh, how this is coming back. And you know, you got to buy film for it. Films like uh, 10 bucks for 10 shots. Wow. But, uh, man, Kodak really, you know, Kodak shut down all of their instant, uh, film well, about 10 years ago. They got to be uh, wondering if that was a the right maneuver. I don't know how could how could you predict ten years down the road that the stuff would come back and be a craze to teenage girls, right? Well, why did Kodak have to shut down every single instant uh, film factory out there? Like they they could have left a couple running, and there's still a ton of Polaroid people out there that are scrounging for film even ten years later. Uh, there's a lot of people when news happened that Kodak was shutting down, just hoarded a bunch of them and filled up fridges with film, tons and tons of film. How's the quality of the pictures that this thing takes? It's exactly like you remember the Polaroid was it, it's like got the wacky, the colors kind of not right. And the, you know, right. It's a little bit, uh, got a lot of highs and a lot of lows exactly like you remember so it, it's it'd be nostalgic for us i don't know where these little kids why they love it so much but they love just it. the convenience of being able to have a picture right away in hand right they're so used to having stuff digital that you know i don't even know if they even do this do they take their phones to like a walmart or costco and get it developed no nah, no yeah. so they all they've got is digital pictures and they don't have anything tangent in their hands so maybe it's the novelty of actually having something in hand uh, that they can put up somewhere and see all the time instead of having to go through their stupid phones, you know, or computer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. Like the first time they, they use it and the first time a frame pops out, they're flapping it. Like we used to do with a Polaroid. It's just an instinct to do that. Mm. The, there's a big story out of the consumer uh, electronics show that's happening. Uh, the super eight camera is coming back. Mm. Mm. You remember these super eight cameras? Of course I got a, I got a whole whack of I them. Remember. Uh, they still do make film for that. I can't remember which, which company it is. That's, uh, hmm, must be, is it Kodak? That It might, might be Kodak. That's building it again. 
except this time the Super 8 camera will have a digital component so you can uh, you can see um, a digital screen of what you're shooting like a regular camcorder but it is recording it it is recording it on a roll of film and it's also recording audio for you in a digital format that you can uh, marry up to your film in post-production. So it's really interesting. Um, they so also it like it's not for the everyday home user that if you have to marry audio to video and all that stuff, right? No. No, pro no, probably not. You're going to have to know what you're doing, but they have taken out the, uh, because what do you do with your film? How do you get it processed? You can't go to, you know, shoppers drug mart anymore and get it done. So now, um, they're going to offer when you buy your film, your super eight film, it also comes with uh, processing, uh, fee already built into it. So once you shoot it, you put it back in the box and you mail it away and it'll come back to you uh, processed in a roll of film as well as it'll be uh, put in the cloud in a digital uh, version. Huh. All that for one fee. So once you buy your film, all that's paid for, you just got to mail it away. Would they do the audio for you as well or would it just be the video? Just be the video and then you'd have to fix up the audio. And then just edit it at home together like any other project on the computer yeah because you'd have the audio they'd hmm. have the video uh they were quoting the price for the camera to be around 750 bucks but they wouldn't even give a price on the film <laughs> so i don't know what that's going to be worth. probably what there's a processing fee included we think probably 50 bucks at least right i yeah i think you're probably you're probably probably on there pretty close and and again uh a regular roll of eight mil gets you about 10 minutes of shooting mm. well i'm not surprised man it's, it seems to be the thing where there's always these companies bringing out new ideas of a retro product right such as this and well apparently there's there's a big call for people who want to get back on eight mil and of course you really got to choose your shots you gotta well we know a guy who still shoots on eight mil right well it's interesting yeah there's a lot of drones at uh at this uh consumer electronic show there's a cool one it's a fixed wing like an airplane it's uh, got foam wings and everything but has a full camera in the front of it and you're to uh, pilot this using the VR goggles and stuff. So you're going to have the point of view of the nose of this airplane. And it's from the, uh, the parrot company. They make a ton of drones, so it's high quality. It's the real deal. And uh, I can just imagine what that, what that VR vision's going to be like at the nose of this plane flying. It's got like a two kilometer range. I was going to say, what's the distance on that, right? Yeah, wow. you can go super high and super far. It's crazy. And it's it's got automated features in it. So, because, you know, you're holding the plane, you have to launch it, and then you have to put your gear on. So they thought of that. You have the plane, you get its propeller going, you launch it, you just throw it. 
and then it takes off and it starts just circling on its own and waiting for a command from you. So then as the operator, you have time to put the gear on and get the controller set up, whatever you want to do. Then you start flying it whenever you want. And if it loses track of the operator, you know, if it runs out of range or anything, it just uh, knows to come back and land where it was taken off from. It's crazy. Neat. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. You imagine those things just flying. Somebody's off in a field, launches it from there and starts like strafing people on a street or something with that thing. <laughs> Die bombing. That, now that sounds like fun. Uh, we, I know a guy that has a drone and uh, he got his from Japan and it cost him five grand, but he uses it for his uh, photography business. Uh, you know, sometimes for like overhead wedding shots or, you know, depending if where the wedding takes place or, uh, you know, doing like scouting shots for uh, obscure areas that are hard to get to. He showed me some of, some of his photography from it. It's pretty good. It's, uh, but when you start getting that pricey, it's like, it's almost like you really have to be careful with it. Like the battery life on it is very short. So you always got to be monitoring how much battery charge you have left and you can't let it go down too low because it could just cack out on you and drop like a brick. But yeah, uh, but don't, don't these newer ones all have this automation now where low battery or lost communication, anything like that, it, they all just come, uh, they fly on their own back to the landing pad. I don't know if this does. It does. This isn't cheap, so I'm assuming maybe it does, but he's never brought that up. I'll have to ask him. Well, but uh, it's certainly no VR goggle in terms of flight. I think that's a whole different experience, right? Like you can put yourself in perspective of, of this actual toy per se flying around and, and you're actually, you know, feel like you're part of it. Then that's a completely different experience. Oh yeah, for sure. There was another guy there. Um, he had the mini quadricopter that was wearable. That was more of a gimmick more than anything. He had it on his wrist like a watch. The arms that held, held the propellers would also bend down around your wrist like a watch. That was more of a gimmick, but he took that off and this thing was developed to, you just throw it from your hand and it automatically takes flight and whatever you set it for, say five feet, it goes five feet away from where it was thrown, turns around, takes a picture, and then flies back to your hand. All automated. No matter how you throw it, if you throw it, you know, haphazardly, it knows how many revolutions it took, uh, you know, if it had any rolls, and it knows how to point back to where it was, take a picture and fly back. Hmm. And this thing's no bigger than a, than a watch, than a big watch. It's crazy. Pretty cool. And we saw it. Did I show you? Did you show me or did I show you the, the demo video of that, uh, that drone that will follow you around? Uh, that was the one that I had shown you. Man. Yeah. What was it? Just, it literally could, it would follow you around wherever you go. You wouldn't yeah, have to yeah. control it. Yeah, you, you have like a transponder or something in your pocket 
and then you launch it, you throw it in the air and it just, whatever you set it at, follow me at 17 feet, follow me at 35 feet. And it just gives you a tracking shot of whoever has the transponder. Yeah. And I think you could set it up to it. It wasn't always like from a straight down perspective, you could set it to fly beside you or I forget how, what all the different options were, but certainly unique, man. It's nice to see how they're really, uh, they're really developing in terms of how they used to be like five years ago. Right. Yeah. Super cool. Innovative and new ideas. Still no, uh, parcel deliveries from UPS by those guys, but or Amazon, I should say. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. That will be hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I had a nice surprise when I opened up my Twitter today. Little uh, group message from uh, you and someone else. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this quiet on the DL or something? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it was private message. <laughs> All right, we'll keep it on the hush for now. Well, edit that, that part a, out. That was a good teaser. <laughs> I, I don't know I'm not so you know, look how much fucking work no wonder i want to do only one show every two weeks <laughs> hey you cause the work <laughs> uh yeah that'll be interesting if uh if this person can come down and see us that would be cool yeah. be awesome uh, and it'll be cool if you put some effort into it too Let's they will be that. extremely bored when they realize how uh i don't i have no idea what we could show them i'm sure they just want to see you belch in person and eat everyone will want to see you eat dude <laughs> i think yeah. i have some more uh, one console challenge to do around today okay I'm what are you playing i'm starting i'm starting to hate this thing now <laughs> <laughs> look at the games you're playing but all right play well, maybe, something fun maybe i'll i'll dump it over then and play up uh i was playing or starting up numananga's ambition <laughs> you just love it when i say that name well yeah everyone's uh, ears up throwing fucking zelda link from the past or something uh duh so oh, let's play the game that everyone plays that's because that's fun but you don't know new it. New and different that no one talks about. But you've never tried Zelda games, so this would be great. I'm pretty sure I've played this back in the day. I don't think so. You wouldn't have played anything licensed by uh, Nintendo because you thought it'd be fun. That looks fun. Not playing that. <laughs> Do I look like I will be having fun playing this game? Then I will not buy it. Well, we were talking about these strategy games you were playing earlier. You think the computer's cheating on you, right? Yeah. I cannot win one fucking battle on this. On this uh, Nubanagas. Nubanagas. So you, you build up your army kind of thing with all kinds of attributes. and You're playing take risk. In. Yeah, building up my fife, which is your territory with inside the country. Building up my army inside. Harvesting rice because you... Use that for feeding your 
people as well as in battle, building up your gold, trying to buy weapons for your army, training your army. So developing you think your town developing against flooding. And then, uh, I'm watching all these other territories go back and forth. Others are expanding. Others are being just completely annihilated. And, uh, I'll, I'll try like one battle and I, I die every single time. I've lost five battles in a row. So, and then you have to start over again. And knowing you, you would, I, I imagine you would not enter a battle unless you've got all the attributes maxed out to where you're comfortable and all your options are open. Well, there's, there's no, you can't tell if it's maxed out or not. I don't know what the, the, the main number is, but you're pretty com- confident in your numbers. Well, you start off in the double digits, like 80 or 90, right? And then every time you train, your numbers go up to like, say, 110 and then maybe like 126. And then, you know, you get one one thing to do every single turn. And uh, I don't know what it is, man. I played it on normal. I played it on easy. I can't win a battle. I'm doing something wrong. Well, it's a crappy game. Hmm. <laughs> and the computer's probably cheating. They love to do that. I remember back in my PC days playing like the original Warcraft, and I'd have my army just brilliantly set up, ready to, you know, expand. I'd have defenses up properly. There's no way, you know, the enemy could sneak up on me. I had everything in control, yet I I kept losing, like I kept getting attacks from certain areas. I kept getting like my army chipped away at. It made no sense because I had every, every path was well guarded and defended. And I happened to catch uh, the computer sending in like boats of uh, enemy soldiers from off the map, off the friggin' map. There's no, that's like blatant cheating. I can't go off the map. Why is the computer going off the map? Their kingdom's supposed to be way over there, but suddenly I got a boat from their guys coming in from the south off Are the you map. Sure you weren't supposed to build a boat and then reach their kingdom by traveling through the water? And you just never realized that? They came in off the map. Yeah, There's but no what I'm saying is there was an option the for you to get to that water landing point and and and, and sail a boat. Because uh, those games, right, the unexplored areas were still darkened out, right? Yeah, but it was all open. It was already explored. Everything had, oh, okay. everything was set up defensively. Like I had everything perfect. That's why it, I never understood why I kept losing resources until I found the computer was sending in boats from off the map. So maybe it was just a screw up on that one particular challenge so no i quit all they're like put, yeah well so i'm saying no, did you even bother putting army down where they were coming off the boat to defend it there then no i think that was it you cheat on me once that's that wow done never played it again that's that same with red alert i think they did that to me too Command and conquer. I don't know. That was a lot of years ago. Computer loves to cheat. You're dating yourself. 
Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, man. I got some uh, wet standing jerk. to do and then uh, some shopping to do. I thought you said jerking to do. No. You hear what you want to hear. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go put these kids in order. They seem to think if they have a snow day, it's uh, nothing but a day off for them to have fun and good times. Yeah, it is. I don't think so. Time to get work done. Get her to clean her room then. Yeah, there's going to be big time work and cleaning getting done while I try and have a nap. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are fun. All right, let's wrap it up then, brother. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Um, as always, check us out on Twitter at AC Decepticon. That's my account. And check out the STC pod one, which is at STC pod. That's the account the bill handles. Check out our blog at stcpod.com. We're on YouTube at youtube.com. So I start to continue. We are on iTunes as well. Just look up uh, STC pod. Check out my blog, which is www.angrycanadiansepticon.blogspot.ca and check us out at www.cartridgeclub.org along with our podcast, our blog, and many other wonderful people's write-ups and videos. Yep. Thank you. Good work, man. You want to do you. it this time? Do it yeah. up, she. Come uh, on. I'm eating some Your food. Turn. Take the food out. Take the big never piece said of salami. It, and I will never say it. You have said it. Have I? Yeah. No, prove it. Find the episode where I've said it. Oh. That'll be a good Easter egg. Post it and post it. <laughs>